Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to manage your money successfully. And it all starts with understanding how to budget and how to make it work for you. So that's what we're going to go into today. Now, if you hear any noises in the background, it's because I'm currently recording this, looking after a cute little sausage dog that is on my bed and he's making he's, he's making noises. So that is what you might hear. But he's come to join us for the episode. He wants to learn about budgeting, don't you, Charlie? <laughs> so, right, when it comes to budgeting, it can be so confusing because there are so many different ways to budget this style, that style, this method, that method, and it gets a bad rep. But the thing is, yeah, I know it can be boring, but Hans, we are adults. We got to understand that and go with it. And our adult life includes washing our pants, feeding our plants and doing our budgets. I don't make the rules, people. So with that, let's have a think about the three main steps to managing your money successfully. The first one, potentially the most obvious, is creating the budget itself. What does that actually look like, right? So for me, my budgeting style has changed so much over the last 10 years, however many years. It's insane. But it's gone from being extremely strict and tight and monitored to being a lot more relaxed and chill and less monitored. Both There's no right or wrong. That's just what I want to say. So when I was 18 and I got my first full-time job, I started, um, I created a budget, which is still the budget I use to this day. It's the one that you guys have all probably downloaded. If you haven't downloaded your free copy, there is, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. But basically it was, it's, it's it's a spreadsheet that allows you to put what your fixed expenses are, what your financial goals are, what your variable expenses are, and then like any events. So fixed is like your rent, your water, your, your, your bills, right? Those direct debits that come out on a certain day at a certain uh, amount, at a certain value. The variables is like your groceries, your travel, your eating out, things you don't necessarily know how much you're going to spend or when you're going to spend. It's just the things you know you're going to spend. And then the events is like, if you are going out, if I had a night out planned, I'd say I want to spend 50 quid. If I had a birthday coming up, I would say I'm going to buy the birthday present. So that's how I used to do it. And I would set myself a budget for the start of the start of the month. And then throughout the month, every single time I spent a penny, I would track it in a spreadsheet. So I used to, I always remember this, I would go over to Boots, I'd walk over to Boots on lunch, I'd get a Boots meal deal, I'd come back, it'd be like, what, £3.50, I don't know. And then I would put it into the spreadsheet literally as it happened. I was so anal about it because I was saving for a massive goal. I was so, uh, what's the word? Like I had my eye on the target to save that 15 grand that I had no problem being that that strict because I was still doing 
all the things I wanted to do within reason, obviously, some things I said no to, but I was still socialising with friends. I was going out, I was going on holiday and I saw that the only way I was pos- it was possible for me to do all of those things and save that 15 grand was to be that strict with my budget. Over the years, it's got more relaxed. I have, uh, well, my income increased quite a lot from the ages of 19 to 28. Um, it sort of, it quadrupled. And I had more to play with. I understood money and my relationship with money a lot more. And my budgeting turned to more just breaking it down into having one account for my bills, which all of my fixed bills came out of. I would move my uh, financial goal money on the day. And then with what was left over within that budget, I would move it onto Monzo, so into a spending account. And then I would just set myself a little category. So I guess that's like the bucket method because I would have a bucket for groceries, a bucket for this, a bucket for that. And the events and things like that, I just kind of took it into account into miscellaneous. So it was, it was wider. And then my tracking throughout the month is Monzo. I'm just seeing, it's saying to me, Laura, you are 50% of the way through your budget, 50% of the way for your grocery budget, etc. So that was the way that I track it. I still both do the budget and the tracking, which we'll get onto, but that's the way that I did it, right? Everyone is so different. There is no right or wrong when it comes to budgeting. The key thing is just finding a budgeting method that works for you. But either way, this budget needs to include as a basic, your income, your outgoings, and then the calculation of income minus expenses slash outgoings. And what you need to ensure is that your expenses are not higher than your income. And if they are, that is you living outside of your means. It's you're basically spending more than you earn, which is a big no-no because that's how you're going to get into unmanageable debt, basically. If you have money coming in and you're spending more than you have coming in, where's that extra money coming from? It's got to come from somewhere. So some different ways that people like to budget is you've got the give every pound a purpose, right? Zero sum based budget. Every single pound has a job. So that was like my budget when I was like 19, 18. You know that you're, you need 20 pounds to go for dinner with your mate, 30 pound for the present, 50 pound for some makeup, etc. You're literally listing and forecasting all the ways that you're going to spend the money to the penny, to the pound maybe. And you know exactly where your money is going. No pound is left unturned. Every pound gets allocated to something. So that's one way of doing it. Can be quite restrictive for some. For others who are high planners or like that structure, might be better. Then you have the sort of percentage-based budgets. So the most well-known one is the 50-30-20 method, which is basically allocating a percentage of your budget, of your, of your income, to needs, wants, and goals. So 50% would go on your needs. So this is things like fixed expenses, bills, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And you would keep that money in your main bank account. 20% is for your financial goals. So that is going to be moving, uh, you know, 20% of your money towards saving, investing, clearing debt. And the remaining 30% is just for general spending. That goes onto another spending card or a credit card that you just spend on throughout the month. You don't necessarily need to allocate that 30% or where it's going to go. It's just, you know, that you're only spending 30% for just general spending outside of bills and goals. Now, this is great if you have quite a good relationship with your money, you understand your spending habits, you don't necessarily impulse spend or overspend very often, and you just can trust that that 30% is going to be spent accordingly and you're not going to go outside of that. And then you also have the bucket method, which is the one that I mentioned, which is categorizing your outgoings into buckets for groceries, eating out, hobbies, travel. So it's not as restrictive as 
giving every single pound a purpose, but you at least know how much you have to spend in each area of your life. And if you're like me, I have many different areas in my life. I love food, I love travel, I love going out, I love doing all of these things. So I find it helpful to try and allocate some money to each. Now, that's more like the method that I actually use now. Um, I don't think my method is kind of just like an amalgamation of a few different ones, but that's cool. Now, remember that whichever method you use is personal. No one can tell you the best budgeting method for you. It's what you want. And remember, you get to pick how much to spend in each category or purchases. That's on you. That's the cool thing about being an adult. You don't got anybody telling you how to spend your money. And I always say the way that other people spend their money has absolutely got nothing to do with you, just as you wouldn't want them to cast any kind of judgment on the way that you spend your money. For me, I love food, so I will spend a lot on eating out. Whereas some people don't really care about food, so they won't. Some people care really about fashion. Therefore, they'll spend loads on clothes. I do like fashion, but not to the point where I'm going to spend a large portion of my um, income on it. I'm more likely to spend on Vinted and Depop and uh, charity shops, etc. You get the gist. Ain't no one judging each other. That's the best way to be. So remember, it is your money. You get to pick where it goes. You get to pick what categories, what percentages. That level of awareness is so important because then you're making sure you live within your means. You're making sure you're happy with where your money goes because it's your choice. You get to choose the allocation of that and nobody else. And then the second part, which I've mentioned and I've touched on already, is basically about sticking to the budget, right? Sticking to the budget. That's the that's really what everyone says is the hard part. So well and good making a budget, but you've got to know how to stick to it. And that's going to break down, we're going to break it down into two parts, the practical side and then the emotional side. So practical is the physical tracking of your, your purchases. And then the emotional side is the practicing of the mindful spending. Now you need to make sure you're tracking your spending throughout the month. Otherwise, how are you going to make sure that you are sticking to that budget? So to track your spending, you can either keep a money diary and keep a track of your spending throughout the month, or you can use a digital bank like Monzo, Starlin, Revolut, and they track it for you. It gets categorized into amounts, into different merchants, into different um, yeah categories, and they essentially do it for you, right? So depends how you like to work. I used to like to do it all myself for a spreadsheet. And now I like to do it through Monzo because most of the hard work is taken away from me. And who doesn't want to manage their money more efficiently? You know? Now, this is where people mess up, right? Because they create a budget and then they're not implementing it. They're not tracking it. But you cannot keep all of that budgeting information up in your head. You cannot create a budget with all these different lines, different bills, different things you have to spend money on and think that in your head, you're going to remember it all. And as you're spending throughout the month, have a mental track of, oh, I've I've, oh, I've oh, just spent £20 in Sainsbury's. Well, I spent £55.33p the other day. So to add that up, that comes to 75 You know, you're not going to do that. What a waste of your time and energy. So this is why you want to check in with that budget daily, weekly, monthly, whatever feels good, but to make sure that you're sticking in line with it. And you can only do that if you're tracking your purchases so you can match back to it. And that awareness is what you need to help you then make a change. If you check in with your budget on a monthly basis and go, right, where am I at? How much have I spent? What have I spent on? Have I got enough for the rest of the month? If you go, oh God, I've really overspent here. Oh God, I really ate into that money. You can just, it allows you the awareness and the space to then make some changes for the week ahead. Now for the emotional part, right? To help you stay on track and stick within your budget, you have to understand what might be causing you to go outside of that budget. What is the emotional part? Have you been emotionally triggered and in that moment you have turned to spending money to change your emotional state? If you have, right, 
the the pull to do that is going to be stronger than in the moment than recognizing the damage that it's going to cause to your finances because in that moment you are you are in an emotional state of boredom stress frustration whatever it is and that emotion is going to take over so of course you're then going to go buy something to make yourself feel better or to change how you feel you're not going to be thinking, oh, what is this going to do to my finances? And this is why the mindfulness is so important. First of all, understanding your triggers and then finding ways to cope with those emotions that don't involve spending money is super important for your finances. And then learning how to tap into your body in the moment when you're being emotionally triggered. Like, hmm, how do I feel right now in my body? I feel quite sad. Okay, well, usually when I'm sad, I go and drop £100 on Zara. So what can I do to make myself feel better that doesn't involve spending loads of money or money that I don't have? How can I make myself feel better? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to move my body? A lot of the time, moving your body has such a huge impact on your emotions. Can't even begin to tell you. This is why dance therapy and exercise and walking is so good for you because it moves the emotion through you. When you can feel the emotion and then you can move through it, it helps pass through you quicker and you're less likely to make irrational or impulsive decisions reflecting on your spending habits and your relationship with money is going to help you maintain a healthy relationship with money and spending and it's going to actually help you stick to a spending plan and remember a budget slash a spending plan is not here to restrict you it is here to help you it's here to keep you out of unmanageable debt it's here to help you actually live within your means and work towards those bigger exciting goals that you couldn't necessarily afford to pay out for within one just simple paycheck the thing that you've got to work towards, that delayed gratification. That is why you have a budget. You don't have a budget to stop you doing the things you love. A budget helps you do more of what you love, scale back on what you don't love. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We're all winning. That's why we have a budget. So when it comes to successfully managing your money throughout this year, throughout the entirety of your life, find a method that works for you. Get to know what type of person you are. Do you like a strict, really clear, structured plan? Or do you need something a bit more flexible? Find a way to track your money that feels good, digitally, physically. Find a way to check in with your money on a daily, weekly and monthly basis. And then figure out what's emotionally triggering you to manage your money in a way that doesn't feel good, to impulse spend, overspend. When you can do those things, mm, you are so set up for success. You are going to be managing your money like a boss. And I'm so excited for that. I am so excited. Budgeting and managing my money in this way has helped me save over £40,000. It's the dream. It's one of the main reasons why I've been able to save so much money. And I'm not going to lie to you, right? Last year, 2022, was probably my worst budgeting year. I missed the odd month here and there, or I did it and didn't track my money properly. I did all the things that I, you know, didn't do all the things, but I did some of the things that I tell people not to do some months. My God, did it have an impact. And I've mentioned this on some of my, on my podcast that talks about my wins and my losses, my learnings for the year. But yeah, I realized how important firsthand it is to have a budget, to stick to it and to emotionally connect with your money in a way that's going to help you manage money in a way that feels good. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope it has helped you with figuring out how to manage your money more successfully throughout this year. Because honey, we are here to win. We are here to be our best financial selves and a budget is here to help. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week. 